Hey guys, and welcome to the newest episode of Slightly Agitated, where three idiots come on to talk about a random topic. I am your host and idiot one, Brian. And with me tonight is idiot two, host of Catching Up with Turtle, the turtle himself, Davon. How are you doing tonight, Davon? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm not eating this time, I promise. Thank God. So, all right. <laughs> that might be a lie. <laughs> and, of course, Idiot 3, former Devotion Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, Andrew Sowell. You know, if you ever book yourself so well to win that championship back, I'm going to have to change this whole opening just because of that. So, how you doing tonight, Sowell? Um, doing good. Uh, slightly agitated, as always. I'm going to have to book that next weekend, so... <laughs> Go yeah, ahead and come to our show next Saturday. Every listener that is currently watching, that is before May 6th. Yep. Yep. Come out to May 6th, Light Tree Studios, for May Day, Motion Championship Wrestling. And watch the crap show that is Andrew Sowell's matches. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. See, why uh, do you give me shit when I give Sowell shit? And now you're just giving him, like, that's really rude shit. And okay, Mr. Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, well, I have a Dr. Pepper shirt too. I had to check. He, <laughs> he's got three empty Dr. Dr. Pepper bottles and then a cup that I'm sure is full of it. So it is not, it is full of rum and coke. Gross. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I'm drinking a seltzer. That being said, guys, this week, it is my pick of what the topic is we will be talking about. And largely due to me being as lazy as I am, I reached out to Reddit and pulled up a Reddit question to help us with this topic this week. So the question is, on Reddit, what movies honestly surprised you with its ratings on Rotten Tomatoes? So, for all that don't know, Rotten Tomatoes, of course, is a critic site. They do movies, games, everything else like that. And they go on and put ratings. And then there's also the ability of people going on and rating it themselves relative to what the critics rate. A lot of times you'll see a difference between them where fans will rate it high and critics will rate it low or vice versa. But sometimes they'll be in the same. So, we're going to go ahead tonight and go through a couple of them as well as find out what the ratings are for some of the movies we enjoyed and figure out what those ratings were and discuss our opinions on whether they're spot on, surprising that they're as high as they are, and so on and so forth. So, make sense, you two? Sure. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) You're going to have to start us off and then the, the snowball will start rolling. Sure thing. So, the first one... That's off this Reddit list, because, again, I'm too lazy. Uh, the first one that is a surprising score, and it was surprising me, actually, when I read it. It's kind of the reason I decided to go with this question. With an 80% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, the first of a series of movies starring Tara Reid called Sharknado. Is that, oh, sorry, God. 
critics rating or audience score? I'm going to guess it's score. probably the audience score. That's an audience uh, score. If the critics... I'm is it, is it the popcorn on the right or is it the tomato <laughs> meter on the left? This is how Sowell gets his his garbage fire ratings. He gets it from Rotten Tomatoes. No, That's I don't. That's the wrong I one. I don't follow Rotten Tomatoes that often anymore because... I mean, they gave 0% to Dave Chappelle's comedy special, and they gave 100% fresh to AOC's garbage documentary. So, you know. Okay, well, don't be a transphobic comedian, and maybe you'll get some scores on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sorry, what did you say? (laughs) Nothing. Uh, Let's see. Actually, that was the critics' score. The audience score is 33%. And this was Sharknado. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, it's actually at this point from what the rating was when posted on that Reddit, it is actually at 74% now for the tomato meter. But uh, the audience score is 33%. Okay. So the audience, once again, the audience gets something right and the critics are dead fucking wrong. So <laughs> yep. Sharknado 80%. Mother of God. <laughs> how? How does that I don't that even want to do the subject anymore. Like this. <laughs> That makes absolutely zero sense. That makes no sense, right? Like, oh my god! You know, to be honest, I have not seen this movie. (laughs) You haven't seen Sharknado? No, I I mean, he's a smart man. One, it was a sci-fi movie, right? So already, and it was going to be garbage. Um, And the only reason I would watch a sci-fi movie, and not sci-fi is in the genre, but sci-fi is in the network. Uh, the only reason I would watch a sci-fi movie is if it had Bruce Campbell in it. Outside of that, I don't watch sci-fi movies. I thought he was going to say boobs. That's sci-fi. They don't do boobs. I know. You're probably you're probably just sad about that. I Yes. Yes, I am. There's porn He's sex extremely there. sad. <laughs> so now we have the concept down. Uh, oh, before I jump God. into the next one, is there any other ones that you guys could think of as we're going through this? How I mean, I said my two that are completely fucking wrong. Yeah, this is true. Um, but I on comedian ones, <sighs> I think comedy ones are a little harder because the taste is different. Like with comedy, you you know, most people give the ratings out whether it was funny or not because there's not usually a story all the time. But they, they the best comedy people do stories through their jokes through the way are through the whole set they do but there's not a story there right there's not acting per se there there's the guys going up there and doing their set more than telling a joke but doing a set and so i think it's a little harder to rate that properly that being said i think yeah, but you, you know where funny. these come from they don't just come from the site they come from um actual critics like verified Critics, they don't come from strictly Rotten Tomatoes. They're they're just an algorithm that uh, puts it all up. Correct. Uh, Critics are wrong all the time. Yeah, if you guys couldn't tell, Sowell's kind of like anti-establishment, 100%. He fights all the peoples. He doesn't trust anyone. Just beating down fascists one way at a time. With that okay. being said, what, oh, one, you got one? I want to know how in the fuck 
Napoleon Dynamite has a 72 on the tomato meter and 74% on the audience score. Like, is this how dumb the world is? Um, The answer to your question is yes. Yeah, I agree with that. It was literally, I actually can't even think of a movie that I hated worse than this. I'm, no, I, I, I couldn't get into it either. Movie. Like, like I, gave, I think I gave it, t- I gave it a good 10 minutes. If you can't even get me curious in 10 minutes, but it was just like the most cringe thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never been a big fan of John Heater. Um, the guy who plays Napoleon Dynamite. So like, this was just not a movie for me, period. And, but there's a lot of people are not. I am not a fan of oh, John Heater. Okay. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of a movie that he was in that I even liked at all, and I can't the think of Tiger anything. Tiger Hunter. Oh, Blades and Glory or Blades of Glory. Nope. You didn't like Blades of Glory? Like, nope. I actually have not seen it. I mean, it's okay. Like, I'm not going to go to my deathbed defending it, but like, it's it has its moments. But yeah, it's one of those Will Ferrell sports movies. It seemed like just like a Will Ferrell movie. You're either going to love it or you're not. And it's usually going to be based off of how much you like Will Ferrell. That my hot take. I don't like Will Ferrell. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. As a lead, like when he's in other things and even sometimes in his dramas, like uh, Running with Scissors was really good. Stranger Than Fiction, I really liked him. But as a lead, I don't like him. And even the movies that people like adore, like say Elf, not a fan. Oh, how Anchorman? do you? Nope. Oh my what the God. fuck! I Step can't Brothers? stand the movies with him. Nope. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, is, you are right wrong. though, because that's still very disappointing that you don't like any of those movies. Because Step Brothers, uh, Step Brothers is, is just not for me. How can I forget Step Brothers? Step Brothers rules. But oddly, I, like I like old school, which has him in it, but he's not the lead. Um, you know what? He, the, you know what? He's a good side character in. You guys mm-hmm. have ever seen Eastbound and Down? One of the yes. greatest TV shows of all fucking time. Yes. <laughs> I don't think. Yes. Yeah, Brian's not going to like it. It's got no. I don't. His, Danny Masters. Damn it, right. Yeah. Uh, ironically, I don't like him either as a lead. Um, or actually, there's not very few roles I like him in either. But he's a writer, right? He writes a lot of scripts. And I enjoy a lot of the stuff he writes. Which is insane. I just don't like him as an actor. And another hot take. Save two movies. I don't like Jack Black as a lead either. Yeah, Not I don't really care only... for Jack Black that much. Oh, three, I, I guess. Really I think the I like only Confu one I like is maybe School of Rock. School of Rock was the other one, and Nacho Libre. School of Rock, I remember also, seeing it, but that's as memorable as it gets. I Well, I also haven't seen The Pick of Destiny, which apparently I'm supposed to. But yeah, yeah. I've never been like yeah. a huge... However, did you guys like Kung Fu Panda? I like Kung Fu Panda fine, but I don't know. Like, it's not a movie I go out of my way to watch. Like, if my kids throw it on right now, I'm probably walking out of the room. You already walk out of the room. I do. They're they're (laughs) fine. They're old enough to take care of themselves. So, 
Let's they see. have the TV Wait. to watch them. <laughs> 2023 parenting. Yes. <laughs> That's what my kid has a switch for. <laughs> um, so going back to John Heater, fuck, I lost the movie because I think I actually know a movie you were fucking thinking. And now my brain's gone so many different places. Bench warmers. Nope. I cannot I can't think of a movie that, that you would have watched that you would have liked then. There's not a redeeming movie I've seen him in, and there's like there's an animated movie too that I'm trying to think of that he's in, and I just don't like the character. Like I didn't mind the movie, but I don't like the character he plays. Oh, surfs up. Yeah, that was it. Um, because it was a waste of a character. Like the character literally does nothing through the whole movie. So, um, oh my yeah. god. Okay, well now I'm just looking up movies that are coming to mind. <laughs> How did you guys like This Is The End? I, I love that movie. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my god. It's honestly, it's in my top five like greatest movies of all time. Not gonna lie. <laughs> it's my not favorite that part there, but it's a great My favorite great part movie. of that movie is when the uh they it, spoiler alert, mind you, this movie's been out for a while. This but, movie 2013, uh, dude, way past the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, is when the fucking uh the light when they take up uh Rogan and uh Franco at the end, they're taking him up and it, it cuts the dick off of the devil. <laughs> to, the, to the to probably one of the greatest songs of all time. Whitney Houston just <laughs> like the whole movie top to bottom is just like I don't know, it's just genius. And you can tell these guys just got together with this concept and they're like, let's just fucking have fun filming this shit. <laughs> which so made it better, but it's got an 83 on tomato meter and 71 audience, which audience kind of surprises me. Yeah. But I think it was one of those, like you either found it funny or you did not oh. I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes raped by a demon. Right, one of the other scenes I really enjoy and has nothing to do per se with the movie, even though it's a good scene. I had heard about a certain uh, surprise guest in that movie, a guest spot in that movie, and I didn't tell my wife about it. I took her to go see it, and my wife's a big Channing Tatum fan. (laughs) 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 As soon as I saw the gift and the guy in the deal mask, but. I look over at her and just look at the disgust look on her face when she sees it. It's so funny. He just comes out as fucking Danny McBride's bitch. And he's just like, that's Channing Tatum. I can slide in whenever I want to. Bend over. And Channing Tatum just... Get off my dick. Oh my god. I forgot about that Danny McBride. Uh, that one character i liked him in that as himself but he's playing himself which is kind of a douche so which makes, it worked yeah, for me just yeah. when james franco finds his magazine his nice porn magazine <laughs> that has jizz all over it and danny mcbride's just like i made jizz in your magazine <laughs> don't you ever do that again because i'll come all over you and they have this coming <laughs> air fight <laughs> Oh my oh god, my that movie god. is so good. <laughs> okay, everyone needs to go watch that if you haven't watched it, because that shit was just pure gold. Oh god, so many Easter eggs and everything. 
Oh my god, Michael, so Michael Sarah. I that's one thing I will not spoil for anyone. Anyone, but you want to see Michael Sarah like you've never seen him before? Watch this is the end. Emma Watson going to fuck some people up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go watch that movie again. <laughs> oh god, oh, it's, it's a so classic, good. classic film. All the cameos All right, and wait. stuff. So, oh, so, so how many dumpster fires? So well. We should be comparing it to his dumpster fire so people oh, can see how... Oh, we totally should. Oh, you so should. So we'll do this one, then we'll yes. go back to the other ones we talked about. Um. Yep. <laughs> so so well's dumpster fire rating for This Is The End. I'll give it... Uh, just going off memory, I'll give it a 3 out of 10 dumpster fires. It's enjoyable, yeah, but it has its moments where it just kind of is lackluster. Mm. Um, I feel like in the middle of the... The movie is very much its low point, which obviously it needs what to be. What are you talking about? Just... Which part? When they're on drugs? Um, when they're trying to bury themselves through a concrete floor with house utensils? Yeah, like, I mean, it's like, yeah, that's, that's Jonah funny. Jonah Hill gets like, raped by a big dick demon? Yes, that obsessed. is funny. I agree. But like, it just kind of, it kind of lulls. Like, it doesn't keep the humor up. Jesus um, Christ. You're just never pleased, hey, he gave, are you? He gave it a 3 out of 10. That's a high score for so well. Yeah, okay, I know, but I'm still going to get fucking agitated at it. Good. That's bullshit. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, what was the other one? Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, 10. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, I'll give a 4 out of 10. Wait. Really? The, what are you talking about? That, that movie's very enjoyable, but it very much also you- is... No, I'm not kidding. Um, Wait, you're giving like this is the end three, and you're gonna put Napoleon Dynamite at four. Yep. Your system literally <laughs> makes no sense. Good. There's no well, the, way those two should even be close to each other. Just for the fact so you know, think that the lower scores, the better. You want less dumb. So, what do you think fires? it should be, Damon? You think it needs to be a ten out of ten, like it's that bad? I would you think it needs to be zero out of ten. In my opinion, a ten, but sure, I'll like at best because I know people like it. Maybe a seven, an eight, and it's just not for me. But there's no it's, way. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Like when it came out, it, there was boy. nothing like it at the time because it's so quirky, so nerdy. Because it was so the shitty. humor sticks with you. People fucking quote that movie. People don't quote "This is the end," even though I just gave you it a three. Maybe one person who quotes. Are you fucking kidding me? I quote "This is the end" all, all the time, bro. You ever go on fucking the internet? Like legitly who though, quotes? like. <laughs> Utah-wise, like, Utah quotes, like, people in Utah quote uh, Napoleon Dynamite like crazy. It is, yeah, like, a huge Utah thing. Yeah, because were Mormon growing up, and that was the best that they could actually watch, because their parents wouldn't let them watch anything PG or above. I mean, he's he's right about that, but... Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even Utahan, but I just know how people are out here. Wait, but, what did um, you just call yourself? Utahan? <laughs> I haven't heard that phrase in so long. That's what I got called every time I went back to New York during the summers. They would call me Utah. <laughs> Good tangent there, Davon. Anyhow, then uh, last one on the list we talked about so far, so we can get caught up. Sharknado. What is your dumpster fire rating for Sharknado? Uh, fucking Sweet. nine out of ten for that fucking piece of shit movie. And Napoleon's a four. Jesus Christ, I hate this game. Goddamn right, it's a four. Gosh. <laughs> 
as he called I fucking quoted the Mormon phrase. Good job. (laughs) Is that a Mormon phrase? I've never heard gosh until I moved to Utah. Really? I'm yep. I don't know if I heard it before. Before well You definitely did not hear that in Oakland. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> okay. No, I feel so like I did. A, I don't know. Oh so Sharknado's a nine. Yes. Nine out of ten. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. So now we got caught up with the dumpster fire rating. Let's go ahead and continue on this. So next one on the list I've got here is the Andy the really the first Andy Sandberg movie Hot Rod Yes oh, that was a fucking another one I didn't watch uh, it the rating on there the tomato meter rating the critics rating was a 39 the audience rating was a 64 Wait what was the tomato the audience rating? gets it right 39 64 Which, is still about median okay yeah, I feel that's accurate because it's definitely a movie uh, that if you if you like Andy Samberg and them, then go with it. Uh, Andy Samberg is another one I just don't like. I cannot stand him outside of Lonely Island. I like the Lonely Island stuff. So you would think yeah, I would like this. That's pretty much all he does. But is Lonely Island. Well, that's not true. You don't like Reno 911, bro? No. no. I, that being fair, I liked Terry Crews' character in there. Like the, I watched scenes with him in there. And stuff, and it's great. And like some of the the more um, uh, dramatic portions that they do, like the the episode where uh, Terry Crews gets um, assaulted by another officer because he's black, essentially, and uh, is outside. Like that whole thing, like that was a good episode. But for most of it, I'm just not a fan. And a lot of it, I think, deals with Andy Samberg. Is he's the main character? <laughs> yeah. So no, I haven't seen Brooklyn Nine or yeah. Is it Brooklyn but you're from Brooklyn. How have you not seen Brooklyn Nine One One or Brooklyn? Brooklyn. I'm from the Bronx, bro. If it was Bronx Nine One One, I'd watch. No, was it Brooklyn Nine One? The only scene I That's really remember called. or know from that show is when they do the lineup and they start singing Backstreet Boys. That's the one everyone knows because it's all over social media. Yeah, that's how much I've watched that show. Yeah. But no, Adam, those honestly, those ratings are more so what I would have thought like at best Napoleon Dynamite would have been. Yeah. Because I remember I, watching I parts of Hot Rod and it was just like, wasn't as bad as Napoleon Dynamite, but it was just like, just almost like too stupid. I like stupid. It can't be too stupid, though. That's why I oh, my God. That, well. that movie is so stupid. It's funny. It's fucking hilarious. And maybe I need to I go back to it since like, it came out when I've tried watching it. I've grown since then. I, I used a line from that movie uh, when I used to be a bouncer uh, to somebody. Um, <laughs> I said, hey, you look shitty. And they're like, what? I said, you look pretty. And then they said, fuck you. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> And a year and a half later, he married Melissa. I got it. There. All right. Next on my list here. Oh, there's another one too. I want to pull up in a second. That's on the list, but I just saw. Oh, dumpster uh, fire review for that oh, yes, movie. Dumpster fire. Yes. That's a two out of ten. 
Really? Jesus Christ. See, you no, put that higher than this, this is the this end? Is the yes, end. because this I do think about that movie and I will come back and watch it when I see it like on a streaming. Like it's just been dumped on there. Like it was on HBO not that long ago. And this, this is and why this is just so my ass rating off. system and it's not official anywhere because it's completely <laughs> it's com- it's completely just it's bullshit. I had a word nope, that was coming to me. Not but bullshit. It's a movie that it's communism. Very quotable. It it's very memorable. Can you can you quote School of Rock? Can you, can you do that? Why we weren't talking about School of Rock? Yeah, but we mentioned it earlier, and you said how much you loved it. So can you can you quote School? Yeah, Rock? I wouldn't. When I say I love yeah, School yeah, of Rock, you can't. Like, you can't because it's a garbage like movie. It would be like a five or a six. Still a decent movie, but I'm not saying it's a two. I can love a movie and know it's not a two because I can be unbiased. You know, going against your own argument, though, Andrew, uh, Mm. you quoted several uh, bits from Napoleon Dynamite and gave it a lower score than this is the end. Yeah, but it's not that it's not that memorable, though. It's very enjoyable, but it's not that memorable. God, I'm going to kill so well. Please do. This is what I'm gonna go to. This is what I'm gonna end up going to prison for. <laughs> All right. So next on our list here is honestly one of my favorite movies. I enjoy watching this movie and going back to it, and I quote it a lot. Uh, oh, right. Is Encino Man. Oh my god, I love Encino Man. So <laughs> tomato meter rating, as in the critics' rating. This is obviously not a surprise. Fifteen uh, percent. Oh, that's a that's a crime. Wait, the, uh, run that by me again. So the critics' rating for Encino Man: fifteen one five percent. Okay. The audience rating: fifty six percent. And I feel that's a crime. I feel it should be higher it's for the really, audience rating. That really, is a crime. It should at least be like. 50s and 60s. I like again being unbiased. It is kind of a dumb movie and kind of ridiculous, but it was so well done. So there's uh, a unofficial pseudo sequel to uh, Encino Man called Sudden Law. Uh, also has Polly Shore in it. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I can see having this rating score. In fact, let me take a look and see what that rating score is real fast. Uh, oh, actually, I want to keep this page. I want to pull up another one that's on here. Um, let's see. Son and I haven't seen this movie in so long. This makes me sad now. To make you feel old, I just realized. Uh, Carla uh, Gagino, who is a, considered like... Oh, son-in-law? Yeah, a very good-looking, you know, older lady at this point in our lives was the uh, teenage love interest, plays a 16-year-old that becomes a 19-year-old through the movie. In this movie. <laughs> uh, God. That, this rating, this movie has a higher rating. This is a yeah, 21 see. on the on the critics rating, a 59 on the audience rating. How? This is bullshit. Wait. I don't know, I haven't seen it, so I can't say anything. Son-in-law has a higher rating than Encino, man. Right? The fuck? <laughs> the world is broken. Go off so well. <laughs> just I do it. Just let I it out understand. right now. I, In, I mean, <clears throat> son-in-law. Oh, 
When did Son in Law come out? It came out after. after. Uh, It came out in 93, so the following year. 92 for Encino Man, 93 for Son in Law. And this was Pete Polly Shore, like when he was doing a bunch of movies. So. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see it. Like, I don't, I don't understand how that, like, yeah, I don't understand how that could be more appreciated. And Cino Man has Brendan Fraser. It's got freaking, which Brendan Fraser wasn't really Brendan Fraser yet, but that was, he was, uh, he he was on the 90s, right? He had um, a few movies under his belt by this point, but I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like his breakout was, role. Uh, was it the Mummy? What? The Mummy was his his huge one. That was when he became like an action star. That but was ninety nine. Uh, I think the movie oh, that Little Nicky. It doesn't have Brandon Fraser in it. Does it not? Wait, I'm thinking of another one. Oh, no, that's Adam Sandler. Are you talking about Steve Buscemi? Now I don't know who I'm talking about. Sorry. Not <laughs> All right. No, there is a uh, movie. Oh, no. But is it Bedazzled? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, Bedazzled. Bedazzled, yeah. yes. And uh, that was towards the latter end. That, that was post-Mummy? I think that came out. Yeah, I think that was post-Mummy. I think that, that came, came out in 2000. Yeah, that came out 2000. Yeah. Okay, never mind. That one, uh, what's the other one? Blast from the Past, Funny Bone. They all came out at, after The Mummy had kind of died off, at least in the first movie. I think they make the second one shortly but, or in between those. But it kind of just killed his stuff going into there. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's another movie. So I'm, I'm kind of just like looking at because they have here on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they have other movies that you might like if you like these movies. So I pulled up another movie that I really enjoyed as we were talking about Encino Man is uh, Airheads. That was 94? Correct. Okay. Um, yes, Airheads is very much enjoyable. Well, before I go on to this, let's go ahead and get the, your uh, dumpster fire rating for Encino Man. Um, shit. Uh, Just going off memory, and the last time I probably watched it was um, in the 90s, because I don't think I've revisited it since. Um, I will give that a 4 out of 10. I just don't remember what else besides Polly Shore being fucking Polly Shore. Chase not right now, and I understand nothing. <laughs> you never do. It's true. I can see that as a good. That's a good score for Encino Man. I think uh, for it's not uh, that score. It's the, mm, no, I understand. Mind. No, uh, how the fuck do you have Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite and fucking Hot Rod above Encino Man? Encino Man and literally no. Encino Man and Napoleon Dynamite are the same. Oh, that's and right. I'm being okay, fair sorry. to Encino I Man because I haven't I seen it that. in decades. I take that one back. Hot, uh, but Hot okay. Rod is so much better than freaking Encino Man. In in Hot Rod, I'm not wanting to blow my brains out listening to Polly Shore. But I wish you would. I wish I would too. <laughs> Come on. All right. So let's bring it back here. 
Now we, we got seriously into that one. <laughs> we will go on a movie that has that I brought up already, but stars Steve Buscemi, Brandon Fraser, and a young Adam Sandler in as Airheads. So good. I enjoyed the Airheads. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Airheads is is pretty good, but it's very much a product of its time. It is. Oh, I'm thinking Coneheads. No, I haven't seen Airheads. Which is one of the, you might also like ratings. Uh, Coneheads actually has an interesting rating. If you want, we can talk about that too. But first, Airheads rating. The uh, critics rating is 29%. And the audience rating is 50%. Which surprises me a little bit. Because I, when I've talked to people about Airheads who have seen it, they generally enjoy the movie for the most part. But as is a product of its time. Um, as an example, a large amount of the movie is them trying to get a cassette tape. So it's hard to, uh, you know, be able to show it to someone like my daughters who would have no idea what a cassette was. Oh, that's so. Sad. That's why you educate them. Like <laughs> seriously, it was these Just little pieces of plastic. That had little, uh, I don't know, tape in it that you had to either very much enjoy or maybe it, it would break easily. That that was my. I think that should be oh, a punishment yeah. for kids or like a time through every child's life from this generation on needs to go like at least two years with nothing but 90s technology. <laughs> Everyone needs to have that appreciation. You want to rewind a song? Guess what, bitch? You're going to have to rewind it for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then hope you get to the exact part of the song that you want. If you want to make a, if you want to make a voicemail with a song, you got to record it from your speaker, from your cassette tape. Reach over and take my daughter's switch. Be like, here, I'm going to take your switch for a week. But here, you can have our version of the switch back in the day. The Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> no, you gotta be nice. You gotta at least give him a Palm Pilot. Yeah, just a Palm Pilot. That thing's well more expensive than or back then than it would have been for the Switch. I'll give him a speaking spell. Does that work? A speaking yes, spell. give him a speaking spell. <laughs> God, that would make a funny fucking video. <laughs> you just have your oldest like doing something wrong. You're like, you know what? I'm done with this. Give me, <laughs> give me your switch. <laughs> Hand him a speaking spell. <laughs> Take away her phone and give her the uh, whole or uh, Home Alone to uh, walk or the recorder the, the thing. Walk the yes, the talk I know. Boy. The talk boy, yeah. that shit. I, so did I, dude. I used the shit out of that thing. Well, it was it was my brother's, but it definitely did not work as advertised. <laughs> oh god i wish i could find those recordings oh the money we would be making if we kept a lot of our fucking toys i know my my wife actually has her old uh super nest so and it still works i probably could i don't know about money wise but you know i should probably put that out somewhere to show off that we still have one jesus yeah so Oh, God. Okay, right. I'm done talking about being old. <laughs> Coming back on it, though, what is your dumpster fire rating for Airhead, sir? Mm, five out of ten. It's it's enjoyable, but it's very much a product of its time. And 
the music is is not that good. All right. Okay. Uh, so again, I think I, think I agree with that surprising one. one. Wait, what was okay. that, Ryan? I, I agree with that one. The the dumpster fire rating. I think five out of ten is a good solid rating for that. So, all right, Davon, what is yours? Okay, how much did you guys like Grandma's Boy? Oh, very much enjoyed. Same. It got 15% on tomato and 85% audience score. So <laughs> that seems is, perfectly accurate. This literally is why Rotten Tomatoes is just garbage. <laughs> How yep. would you ever put this movie as a 15%? Like with some of the others, oh my God, what was the other movie I was just thinking of that we were shitting on? I'm going to have to go back to that. There was something that we all just fucking hated that had like 30%. And you put Grandma's Boy at 15%. So I'll tell you exactly the reason why this would have got 15% from a critic's rating, right? There is no critical value or acting ability needed for someone to think that it'd be funny to have them jerk off to a Barbie doll. Oh my God, I forgot that happens. Fucking <laughs> I don't really have a comeback for that one. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Oh my god. So one, I actually forgot Jonah Hill's in this movie. It's been a minute since I've seen this. Yeah, Jonah Hill's in this movie? Tech guys, yeah, I don't remember seeing in this. I can, I can now picture it's it, like a big part. Face, it's but... not a big part. Yeah, okay. And then, dude, Doris Roberts getting <laughs> high on the weed tea and with the I don't Partridge know, I Family just... Mom, right? Uh, Florence? No, not Florence Anderson. That's Brady's. Uh, what was her name? It was. I think it was the Partridge Family Mom. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Wait, those are movies. All right, I'll still go Grandma's yeah. Boy. Fast. But yeah, that, I'm, honestly, I'm this idiot. movie might just be like, uh, okay, I need to stop looking at shows. She was in. Never mind. Grandma's Boy just has a ton of my favorite actors that. It's been so long since I've seen it, like I didn't even realize. So, like Nick Swartzen, obviously, the guy who plays Josh, I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything else, but like that took some acting ability. So I will disagree with that. Oh, that's the wrong grandma's boy. No, it's not. <laughs> um, one tech guy that dresses in black and whatnot, Josh. No, I, I'm looking up IMDb because I want to see who's all in this. And the first <laughs> one that popped Did up was one that was porn called Grandma's Voice. <laughs> no, tell me that's it, what popped up. No, it was a black and white video from back in the day uh, with Harold Lloyd in it called Grandma's Boy. Oh God. Okay, sure, we'll believe that. Yeah, but yeah, no, mine is I, uh, I, uh, Schneider. I don't know if you guys know who Kevin Nealon is. Yes, the Kevin Nealon. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of my favorite just character actors. Oh, God. This movie's not bringing back memories. Uh, 
Shirley Jones it's is got, probably the one you're thinking Kevin Nash about. is a bit part in that as well. And I very much um, like seeing pro wrestlers do bit parts in movies. Yep, I'm always a big fan of the Super Shredder. Yep. What's up? But right. um, for real though, like Grandma's Boy is very enjoyable. I'd I'd probably give that a uh, three out of ten. Okay, right I don't argue with that. It's, I think it's a good score as well. So, all right. So, do you have any more day one? Oh, I have plenty of them. I've just been now going through like a tunnel of movies. Can you guys guess what Ready to Rumble got? Oh, my God. It got 100% critics and 90% audience score. (laughs) 22 and 52. (laughs) Is it just because we're like, we guys, we like wrestling and you guys are wrestlers and we just see the pure genius of this movie? That it's literally kids who are obsessed with wrestling, and any one of us would have tried to do something like this for our favorite wrestler. Not only do I love wrestling, (laughs) but I'm a huge Oliver Blatt fan. Uh, So I loved him here as the king. (laughs) I thought it was fantastic. Um, So much so that I loved this movie. I had the opportunity to wrestle in the town of Lusk, Wyoming, where the two oh, main characters right. come from in the movie. And I wrestled there. Was it in the barn that they did their show in when they went back to train? <laughs> it was not, but it might as well have been because it was their like community center, which was not very big. Like most of the churches, like basketball courts were the size of this. Like an Elias church basketball court is roughly the size of the, uh, civics center or whatever you would call it town center of lusk wyoming uh there was i think seven families with like 30 kids each mind you but like seven families there uh it it was it it was quite an entertaining time but I, i essentially did it for free um Initially, I was supposed to get paid. Myself and uh, Leo Wolf, who was my tag partner at the time, we went out to go work that show. So we were going to get paid our rate. We get out there, work the show, go to get our money. And the guy's like, hey, I actually don't have it in cash. Can I give you that amount of value in a coin collection each? (laughs) And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, you cannot. And I tore the guy down so bad because I was so mad. That he decided he wanted to get out of the wrestling business. It was just trying to sell off his ring. I was so bad. Brian, you're such a bull. You're probably right to do that. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you 100% are, but you didn't have to maybe go that hard to just completely break this man. <laughs> mean. <laughs> well, it gets worse. Um, oh God! <laughs> you you slept with his wife. You burned down his house. You you urinated all over his private collection of coins or whatever it was. Not that bad. I did sleep in his house though. Oh, after God. the fact, I uh, so you urinated all over his bathroom. <laughs> you fucked his dog, didn't you? I did not. There was no involved, but I. Uh, I went out there. So the person that got us, uh, that went out there with us, she rented a hotel room 
that she wants, he used because she used her points to for Lusk Wyoming Hotel and uh, was very adamant that we need to stay the night. It was large to do. She wanted to bang the guy she started dating out there. But uh, I had, I had ripped this time. guy a new one, right? I had ripped this promoter a new one. And he was the place where we were going to stay the night at before, the, like, sleep on his couch before we went back home. And I'm like, I'm not crashing into this dude's house. I just bitched him out for being a shitty promoter and everything else like that. So much so, I made him cry and decided he wanted to go and leave the wrestling business. And <laughs> we ended up having to go and crash at his house anyways. That must uh, have been an awkward morning. It was so awkward the whole time. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. But Is that yeah. when Mean Mike started? No, Mean Mike started actually when I first started wrestling. That was my original gimmick. Damn it, no creativity, bro? <laughs> I wanted to be Flying Brian Michaels, is what I wanted to be when I started. Psycho, who was my trainer, is the one that gave me Mean Mike Martinez, so I tagged with Mach Martinez, uh, who was a wrestler at the time, was already established. I was to be his cousin from, uh, from L.A., and that has just been my gimmick since that point. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I won't give you shit about it. Yeah. All right. I mean, Brian so, Michaels, I want to see you fly. I was able to back in the day, and then had to have <laughs> knee surgery and can't do crap now. I can barely get up and move. It's okay, old man. We all still love you. Twenty goddamn years in the business, and he can't fly <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I, I live on the Toby Keith bro. Uh, I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. So, oh. and that once is not today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, let's bring it back. So, let's go ahead. Uh, ready to rumble? What was your dumpster fire rating for that movie, sir? Oh God, now I've got another one. <sighs> um. So I swear to God, this is so movie well I haven't ended, seen. If you fuck this up, I am gonna punch you. <laughs> That's another movie I haven't seen in probably over a decade. I think. Does he love um, wrestling? I mean, does that make me not a wrestling fan if I haven't seen? Do you watch yes. it like nightly? Like what? Dude, I jerk on? off to it at least three times a year. Is it because of the poster, or is it because you get to see uh, Scott? Um, God damn it! What's his name? Scott Con. Scott Con, uh, naked and his bum. It's either his bum or stunt bum. <laughs> I was is is that why? I, I, I was going to say the Metro Girls, but Rose and the wrestling scene with <laughs> Dave Arquette and the chick when she asks him to show him the moves, and he gives her a snap mirror. Yeah. No, the best part is when Rose McGowan, who's the chick you're talking about, Rose McGowan and him are get down and she takes her shirt off. You don't see anything, but she takes her shirt off. He freaks out and goes, foreign object! And grabs her. <laughs> it's her the chair. Okay, I need to try that in bed sometime. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so well, don't fuck it up, please. Um... I mean, I mean, that's another thing, like it treats wrestling as a work, but then also very much it treats it as real. 
It can't decide if it wants to be real or a fucking show. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit on that, though. Like, the best part of it is the workers in it are the ones who treat it as a work. The fans in it treat it as real. Well, no, the workers in it treat it as, re- as real also because they kick out um, the king and then he just shows up on Nitro when he wasn't quote unquote expecting they weren't expecting him well that part they do but like for the most part like they do stuff as a work like they talk about the stuff in the back as a work and everything else like that they, but never does a fan ever really go over with that it's only when the fans are involved that they ever make it a real otherwise if it's a re- worker and worker it's all work no it's not it's literally not they don't go over the triple cage match before the show they they don't do any of that freaking they don't the do only that shit. thing that I remember that they really do in the back is when um at the beginning when the, when, when Jerry when and when he tells him that DDP is going over. Well, originally King's going over. It goes through the match, and then it says at the end that that Page will go over. But yeah, uh, or no, it was something about him. It was something about the promoter like taking care of DDP. He knew like something was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that that happens up. So it, it had DDP. Goldberg and uh, John Pantoliano, uh, who plays uh, Cyrus something, basically the Bischoff character. Yeah. Uh, when Bischoff wasn't in WCW at that time. Yeah. Uh, or maybe he was. No, he was in there by that point. Because DDP was hot at that point. He wasn't a heel. He was a face, actually, when that really came out. Oh, no, Bischoff was because he was in the tag match that caused David Arquette to become the world champion. That's right. He was. And that's right. another point of freaking wrestling history, which that movie solely <laughs> <laughs> bought us one of the WCW. WCW in 2000, bro. Um, um, all right, I so don't really surprise for that movie. I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give that movie a five. It's it's middle of the road. It's hilarious, but like very much not. Uh, I'll Napoleon agree with that. Dynamite. That's a good little. It's not a. It's not behind Napoleon Dynamite. There's. It definitely is. Absolutely no way. What are you? Are you gonna? Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? You got some Sinclair related allergies. Hmm? <laughs> Listen, I uh, will rule you one day so well, okay? Just... Yeah, but... I will rule you... That day is not today. Oh, I'm gonna fuck you over when you're supposed to go over on a championship. I'm just gonna do something to fuck up the show. I might get... Yeah, that worked out. Good now, news but... for you. There's no championship in my future anytime. <laughs> it worked out, well, worked out well for you, sir, when you tried to stop Bobby from getting in a match, though. Listen, I let Bobby kick me, okay? <laughs> All right, so uh, do you have any other ones, day one? Do you want to go I over before plenty, I write? You should probably go on your list, unless Sowell has any that he's curious on. Because I, I literally could, I have like 10 on hand that I can just pull up that I know we've all seen. Okay. But I've just gone down a little rabbit hole. So, Sowell, are there any that you're like curious about? I want to hear, <gasps> I want to hear Sowell's number one garbage fire movie and his worst number 10. <laughs> Um. Yeah, let me put you on the like spot. Let's my check. number one, like best, one of my best rated movie movies. of all time. 
Oh, uh, fucking Anchorman is probably my favorite movie of all time. So, what's the rating on that? Uh, Raptacular. That really surprises me. That's your favorite movie of all time. I love Anchorman. There's not, I would there's... think of something artistic like The Godfather or something. The answer is it's no. way too high. It is 66 for critics and 86 for uh, yeah audience. Yeah, so see, that's that's a great movie. Hm. Way too high. Brian, Although I prefer your... the unrated version to the regular PG-13 version. Oh wait, I, I can't rate this movie though. But I've not seen it. You have? Oh, that's right. You said you hate Will Ferrell and you're a bastard man. <laughs> wait, I, I didn't know there was an I unrated. Literally. Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's yeah. There's the PG-13, which is okay. It's a lot of the same jokes, but the unrated has more jokes that are just very much out of left field that make wonder it wonder if I'm so desensitized perfect. to unrated because that's normally what I'll watch of stuff that I would probably well, like it, I it's, watch, if I it's not really PG a big 31, thing now no not what's now. that I'm saying if I watch the PG-13 version I bet there would be parts that I'd be like wait I swear to god this happened yeah and and that's definitely what happened um when I watched the PG-13, I was like, wait, no, that that's not the joke. This is not as funny now. So the unrated is is definitely better than the PG-13. Unrated's always better. And, but okay, and like I said, that's something they used to do way back in the day. Like, well, not way back in the day, like 20 years ago yeah, when DVDs shut, yeah, were shut, like, sh- shut your goddamn mouth so well. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went on a whole other tangent while you guys were talking. Oh no, we're old. We're old fucks talking on an <laughs> internet podcast for all the use. Yep, it's true. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, what was the other one that you had so well? Oh, like um, you're like the worst movie of all time. there's one that comes to mind that i fuck it's a tv show though so this isn't um that's particularly um black summer that it's a tv show it's on netflix it's a zombie show it's fucking awful i don't know how they got two seasons i don't know like, I've never seen it, so thank God. Mm, look, 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 look up the, look up the. I only watched the first season because I was so annoyed. I think I gave it a nine, but I definitely want to change my rating to a ten out of ten <laughs> dumpster fires. Oh my God, Let's we see. got a live update. I'm assuming this is well. Uh, wow, I think that's what it was called. It's Black Summer. Black Summer. Oh, so Black shit. Summer is set in the Z Nation universe. So it's part of that Z Nation show, which was a sci-fi show uh, back in the day. Um, the series follows a crack team of special forces as they fight for hope in the darkest hour of the zombie apocalypse. That so, doesn't sound at all like <laughs> what the show was. The one that's on Netflix. It's got uh, <laughs> Jamie King in it and a few other people. Jamie King is the big name. Um, wild guess what the rating is, Soa. 
It's it's going to be too high. If it's more than zero, <laughs> it's too high. <laughs> if it's more than zero. The average tomato meter score, so the critic score, 87%. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> the, the audience score is 62. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, how? You know what my favorite part possible? of this so far is? Somehow this went from being like us doing a Reddit thing to what Solo's feelings on all of these movies are going to break up? <laughs> He's the, honestly, he's probably I, you two are both knowledgeable with movies, but it's just like so well gets pissed off way too easy when you bring up movies or TV shows that it's just I do because I waste my life watching them too much. <laughs> this is why he's bald, ladies and gentlemen. My favorite part is it's like so it was like, yeah, I don't know how these guys got two seasons out of this that I watched fully, but it was garbage. I watched, no, I watched one season. I didn't watch both seasons. Oh, okay. Maybe the I started it, and I was like, "What the?" F-? I started the second season, like the first episode, like of um, Black Summer. Like it kind of draws you in, and I was like, "Okay, this is kind of interesting." Okay, that that um, that person did something pretty fucking stupid in the zombie apocalypse. I'll give him the benefit of the doubts. The you know day one, if you will. Um, and then just people get dumber and fucking dumber. And like, they very much, they being the characters, um, very much do dumb fucking things throughout the entire fucking season that I'm like, I want you to die. Will you please die? You're too stupid to fucking live. Like one guy is being chased by a zombie. It's all one shot. He's sneaking around. He leaves a door open. Um, to to go into a different room and find a weapon. He le- he leaves the fucking door open, not because the smart thing would be because a zombie is chasing him, you know, to close the door. But he leaves the door open so the camera can go through the doorway and back out the doorway. It's the dumbest fucking thing, and I don't understand why a one-shot would be right there. For those of you that don't know what a one-shot is, it's one long, continuous take of uh, um, whatever's happening on screen. Like, Goodfellas, um, I think the beginning of that movie is one long, continuous take. Yeah, um, they have a, a long take in there. Uh, the hallway scene in uh, the Netflix version of Daredevil. As famously has one in there. Yes. Um, old boy has one in there. Um, yes. Famously, that so fight scene in the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that shows fucking dumb. Now I want to watch it just to see if I disagree with so well. <laughs> yeah, please, well, please do. Uh, apparently, eighty-seven percent of the critics and sixty-two percent of the fans did. Yeah. So. I mean, who's They're the fucking dumb? Here? Oh, and then it, I'll fucking spoil the ending for you if you want, fucking Davon, because it made no goddamn sense. <laughs> Go ahead. So Jamie King's character, her daughter dies like day one or two or something, or I forget. Fuck, I forget. Uh, I think I think she dies, and then inexplicably, the the end of the episode is them at this big stadium and then she sees her daughter but her daughter's not really there and her daughter's 
very much like explaining like what to do and all this. I'm like, are are we going to flesh out why this is happening? Oh, oh, the, the season's over. Okay. So we're not going to even talk about it. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> to, to be fair, Z nation, which apparently is this a spinoff of from that makes no that sense. Uh, Isn't Z nation a comedy? No, it, it it's a sci-fi show that tried to take itself seriously and everybody laughed at it because it was garbage and dumb. So, oh. this makes sense for this series. I am very surprised at this high score, though. And I'm actually more happy that the high score is there just to see your reaction. Yes, I am extremely <laughs> fucking confused. All right. God, people are dumb. And with <laughs> that, I think we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. So, guys, don't forget, May 6th, Right here in Salt Lake City at Light Tree Studios, the Motion Championship Wrestling's next big show, Mayday, will be available. Reach out to us on Facebook at Devotion Championship Wrestling to get your tickets for that. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we could totally do a ton more of these, uh, which I want to start calling so well rating system episodes. Dumpster fire reviews. Yeah, dumpster fire reviews. There you go. I. Uh, for all these movies, we'll compare Sowell's dumpster fire ratings to what we have on Rotten Tomatoes. If you guys want more of these, hit us up on our social medias at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BeHeroMedia.com. You can also, of course, go to BeHeroMedia.com. Let's try that again. Social medias are just BeHeroMedia. <laughs> go to BeHeroMedia.com to go and find out about any reviews we're doing and our soon-to-coming-out archive page which will have all of the great former be hero presents shows such as be hero fights she rose and so many others will be posted on to the archive page as well as some of the older episodes of say the bump card and things like that so go there soon those will be available there you can also reach out to me if you guys want to talk about any of this on my social medias of course that's mike burke DCW on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can reach out to Davon on Davon underscore Turtle on Facebook or on Instagram and TikTok, and then Davon Taurus on Facebook. And then you can reach out to Sowell at Dun D U N N underscore So underscore Well, um, unless that offends you, in which case I don't care. Um, but also don't come at me with your ads about how right I am because I know I'm right. I don't think I'll have that worry. So uh, last thing before we go is now that we're on anchor, which is owned by Spotify, Spotify for podcasters is what it's called. Now go on and subscribe as well as, Go ahead and comment and like on Spotify. It will help us out to be able to have more people see us and hear us, as well as it will give us the ability of doing more for monetization later on for this podcast. If you're liking what you're hearing, please let us know by doing so. With all that being said, guys, and for the rest of Be Hero Presents, this has been us, and we have been slightly agitated. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Fuck you so well. Thank you.